Welcome back to another episode of Am I Doing This Right? I'm Corinne Fox. And I'm Natalie McMillan. And we are best friends, confidants, millennials, and the hosts of Am I Doing This Right? A life how-to podcast from the perspective of non-experts. And each week we cover a new topic. We drink a new little fun bevy. And sometimes we have a snack. Sometimes we've got a snack. And that, that, that sometimes might be today. Yeah. And this week, you guys, we are talking how to create new traditions. We're going to be talking about why traditions are important, when to know that old traditions don't serve you anymore, and how to start new ones. It's kind of that time of year mm-hmm. where all the traditions come out. Yep. And people might like be starting their own families. I know. Not able to go home and just like want to do something new, so do something different. Yeah. Which well, I- <laughs> You know? You good, Nat? I'm tired. Yeah, I can I'm tell. tired. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. With all these holidays coming up, because we're past Halloween, mm-hmm. but then we've got Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. Hanukkah, Christmas, everything. Mm-hmm. We're just going to be perpetually tired for... And we have your 30th birthday. My 30th birthday. Which Natalie has officially figured out. <sighs> finally. I've finally done it. It's nothing major. I'm very excited. But I got just like a room in a restaurant. And then my friends are coming. So fun. I know. I'm very excited. I'm really excited. I think I might have to be in New York the day before, but I literally was like, and I I will be back like for your, wow. I'm not missing it. Thank you for the dedication. Of course. It should be good. I got to pick the menu. So oh. I like did the menu and then I like talking to this cake girl who's going to do the cake. Oh my gosh. I know. So I feel like I have it figured out. Yeah. And, and that was stressing you for a while. Yeah, because I was just like, oh, what do I do? Yeah, that's a lot. Because it's like, also, I feel like people want it to be like a big deal, you know? Like, oh, you should like do a trip or something. But again, right by the holidays, everybody's I know. fucking tired. I feel, I feel for you. Your your birthday is at an unfortunate time. Yeah. But, but I mean, even if it was like, I don't know, just coordinating things, too much. It's, yeah. it's too much. So this was like very nice. It's just like they're doing everything. I don't have to think of anything. It's just... You just show up. I just show up. As you should. And I love that for me. I love that for you. Yeah. What are we drinking this episode? <sighs> okay. We are drinking... That bag is a little sketchy sketch. I know. Okay. So I went to the store and I got a snack because if you couldn't figure it out, it's Snacks, Facts, and Hacks this week. So I got a real cute little snack and I got drinks... And then they put the drinks in a separate bag. And when I was leaving, I thought, wow, that's so convenient. They put my drinks in the bag. I'm just going to take the bag. Guess what? I left the snack. I brought a snack, so, though, so it's okay. But, so we've still got it. But the drink is... that is, a pink lemonade? It's fen- Fentimins. Oh, I thought you would say fentanyl. <laughs> fentanyl? <laughs> Fentimins Botanically Brewed Traditional Rose Lemonade. Oh, okay. That's the name of it. Fentimins. Fentimins. It sounds very medicinal. Ooh, rose lemonade. Hmm. I don't normally love rose. Me neither. I don't like, well, rose and like lavender. What is a pink? Like, a, okay, this is not pink lemonade, but like, is pink lemonade lemonade that's pink? I, I like think it tastes- it's just simply lemonade that they've dyed pink, right? Oh, I feel like pink lemonade has a different taste though. But I can't tell. Is it like, is it I psychosomatic? Know. Potentially. You know what we can do? We can Google it. And I'm I'm going to because I would like to know. Because it's not like it's strawberry. Right? Hmm. Huh. 
Hmm. Hmm. Oh, okay. I'm looking at I love the color of this. The, it's very cute. If you were having like a like a gender reveal party. Yeah. It's like this very cute pink color. Or like I could do this for well no. My sister Sweet 16, which I've been planning. Oh. I want to do um Leah's lemonade. Oh cute. And do it pink. Cute. Like little mocktails, you know? Yes. Okay, pink lemonade is regular lemonade with red coloring. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> So, but it does taste different. Some people used to make it with strawberries, cranberry juice. Mm. So, but I think nowadays it is just simply regular. But, anyways, mm. well, I am going to do pink lemonade for my sister, Sweet 16. What's and I'm going to get no theme. Oh, the color palette is pink and white. Oh, okay. So, I was going to do like cute little, like get little plastic. Either like champagne flutes or like a little, what is those little bowl martini glasses? Oh, uh, like, yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you're talking about. And like put lemonade in them with like maybe cute. like a strawberry on like the thing. You know how cute. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also am having a mobile escape room come. <gasps> wow. I know. That is so cool. Yeah. So like, I didn't know they did those. I did not either. You know who told me? Chat GPT. Of course they did. I was like, I need some ideas. Like, and they were like, try a mobile escape room. And then I looked it up. There was one and they're coming. Oh my gosh. And so they bring their like van. Right. Or whatever, trailer or something. And then inside they set up the room. It's for 30 minutes. And then they can do, you can do multiple games. Like we can have groups of girls go. Oh, wow. Is that Yeah, because really like some escape rooms are very involved where there's like multiple, like you get through a door and there's another thing. But you really don't need like... You can just have it in one square room. Yeah. And this they customize this one too. They're like, okay, like what difficulty level do you want? Okay, it's 16-year-olds. So, you know, we wow. can make it so it's like a 60% escape rate. So some girls won't make it and some girls will. Oh, okay. So it's not just like we're giving you like the easiest. No, it's yeah. not like for babies. Like they can like right. adjust it based on like. They're going to have to do the work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want these girls to work. Yeah, they're going to have to work. Yeah. So it's been fun. Maybe it'll be a new tradition. I don't know. My family loves, like, escape rooms. Yeah. It's one of our traditions. Oh, thinking of, let's get into <laughs> Let's get into it. Traditions. Do you want to get into some fun facts? Yeah, let's get into some fun facts. Well, Thanksgiving feasts are the oldest tradition in America, dating back to 1621, oh. over 150 years before the Revolutionary War. Shit's old. Shit's old. <laughs> Also, stringing lights around Christmas trees started in New York City in 1882. Okay. And also, I thought this was really weird, but I guess having pickle-shaped ornaments on Christmas trees has been an American tradition since the late 1800s, but I have... Yeah, why the pickles? I haven't really heard of that. Like, I've never... Maybe... I'm sure I've seen a pickle on a tree, but like never like... I've definitely seen pickle ornaments, but I didn't realize it was like... It's a, a thing. thing. Another, I just thought it was an ornament. Another tradition that I didn't know was a thing was chili on Halloween. Yeah. That was, that's a new one to me where I was like, I had no idea. Yeah. My mom never made chili either. So, um, yeah. so that, I'm trying to think of other ones that I was like, mm, I didn't know about that. Also, I'm wondering with the Christmas lights in 1882, before that, I think they put like little candles on their trees. Get out of town. I know. And I'm like, those those things would just light 
on that is a fire, fire hazard. I know. <laughs> Could you imagine? And they had that tinsel that you would just like throw on the tree that was just like long strings of like foil. Yeah, like plastic. Just yes. Just... So I'm like, how many people had? Oh, for sure. There was a lot of Extremely unfortunate, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. Thank God for modern electricity. <laughs> okay, so let's get into what is a tradition by yes. definition. By definition, traditions are practices and beliefs that are passed down between generations of a certain family, culture, or other group. Traditions can be attributed to a certain holiday or just be practiced in everyday life. They can be religious in context or can be passed down culturally. Yeah. But let's get into some of the like top traditions for like Thanksgiving that's coming up. Yes. The first one is, apparently, this is the top Thanksgiving traditions in the U.S., watching the Macy's Day Thanksgiving Parade, which Natalie says she's never done. I've never seen it, but that makes sense. That's, like, crazy to me. I know. I Well, I also think it was, like, because there was a time change, so it was always like, earlier in the day. But it's, like, kind of you just put it on in the background while you're making, like, dinner. Yeah. Or you're like chopping things up and you just kind of like play it on mute and you're like, oh, look, there's Snoopy or like SpongeBob. I know, or but like, isn't it like in the morning? They rerun it all day. Oh, yeah. I've never seen it. <gasps> never seen it. I mean, I've watch seen like it this clips year. Where, you know, you should watch it this the year. The big balloons. Yeah. Okay. Another tradition, obviously, is eating Thanksgiving meal. Another one, taking a nap on Thanksgiving. I didn't realize that that was an actual like, quantifiable thing. You're like, it's my traditional nap. My traditional? <laughs> it's time. Now it's nap time. Um, another tradition is sharing what you're thankful for, watching American football, participating in Black Friday the next day, and doing a turkey trot, which is a new one for me. I've yeah. become that person. You're a turkey trot person now. Well, it's just fun in the morning because I don't, my mom cooks still, and like, uh-huh. I, yeah, I, I don't like cooking like that. It's like no. good in the morning of nothing to do. So I'm like, I guess I'll like go walk this little 5K. Yeah. Yeah. Joe has been a good sport. I don't think he likes it, but we've done it the last two years and, and he's really locked in for that now. You guys have never run it though. It's a no. walk. Okay. No, 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 no. Because if you ran it, I would say. That's crazy. That's crazy. No, no, no. We, we walk it. We bring Archie. There's like yeah. kids. Yeah. You're outside. It's kind of crazy. It's cute. It's cute. But yeah. I, I am that person. Yeah. Well, why are traditions like this, like my turkey trot, important? Uh, Family traditions are more than just fun activities to do together, okay? These are rituals and events that have a deep meaning for your family and are an important opportunity to bond. Traditions make ordinary life feel a little more special and exciting, and they give your family things to look forward to. Like you look forward to your little turkey trot. Yes. Traditions can also be passed down from generation to generation. A tradition might start in your immediate family, but your children might then pass it on to their children and keep it going for decades to come. Passing down family traditions creates a sense of community and helps each family member feel included and loved. They do not have to be extravagant or expensive. Anything that is fun and meaningful to your family can become a tradition. Simple activities like a regular Sunday brunch, a monthly game night, or a trip to the movie even makes a great tradition. I feel like a lot of people do that. Like they, I was never the family that went to the movies on Christmas, but like we did that. So many, so many families do that. Yeah, we did that. Like, what time did you go at though? Like, did you go before dinner, or did you not do Christmas dinner, or did you go after Christmas dinner? Okay. I think we would go 
after Christmas dinner. But Christmas dinner was never like a thing. A thing. It was just like, what are we eating today? The one time that we did not eat dinner before, and it was the worst experience of oh, my life. Oh, when you went to Star Wars? No. Oh. Benjamin Button. <laughs> and I was sitting there starving for so long watching this movie. And then we get out, nothing is open. Because so, I'm like crying. Yeah. I'm like, I'm I, so yeah, I know when you get that hungry and you, you literally need to cry. Yes. <laughs> and we're like going through, my dad's like, well, one of the drive throughs will be open. Not a single thing. No drive through Not one drive through was open. Oh. And sometimes I can, literally feel your pain. Oh my God. <gasps> and then it, it was like another hour because the movie theater was like far away. And it was like another hour before we got home. I remember that oh vividly God. because of the how horrible it was. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, Natalie Christine Datillo, a Boston-based clinical health psychologist and mental wellness expert, adds that traditions anchor us. They provide familiarity and predictability. So to investigate the importance of family traditions, researchers at Syracuse University completed a review of 50 years of research on family traditions. They discovered that when a family incorporates rituals and traditions into daily family life, they experience the following benefits. So family relationships are stronger and more resilient, which includes staying connected even in the face of conflict, mm. solving problems together, and maintaining a positive outlook. Children feel worthy of love and accepted as a person. Children learn that they can count on others. Children gain a stronger sense of personal identity such as what makes them unique and the kind of person they want to be. Family members feel less stressed by daily family life. Physical and mental health outcomes for children improve. Children perform better academically. And married parents report greater marital satisfaction. So what wow. can't a tradition It do? seems like traditions are the key to are the glue in potentially every single area of life. Mental, as a goal. Uh, academically, everything. And that's 50 years of research, so hey. But sometimes these traditions do come to an end. Yes. Either because you want them to or, yeah, they just kind of they fade out. And there may be sadness at the loss of traditions, but it also can be an opportunity to find meaning in new experiences. According to Dr. Gail Saltz, Associate Professor of Psychiatry at the New York Presbyterian Hospital, there are many reasons traditions end. It can be something definitive, a death, divorce, a move, or something less concrete. A tradition may also simply run its course and not work over time as lives change and people get older. Some Sometimes a tradition ends because the joy it once had has faded. And regardless of why a tradition ends, there can be a feeling of loss. But mm -hmm. remember, just because a tradition ends doesn't mean it wasn't meaningful. It's okay to have mixed feelings. You may be grateful for the good memories and sad that the tradition has ended, but also happy that you can move forward in a different way. Rather than focusing on the tradition itself, look at the meaning behind it. Yes. Ooh, I will say... I will say that I broke a tradition recently. You did? Yeah, and I, I kind of boofed it. Why? So my family watches Elf on Christmas Eve every night. And every year. Oh, sorry, every year. Yeah. And last year I was like, you know what? Let's spice it up. Oh, no. Let's watch something else. Uh-huh. And this is so controversial and people are going to come for me. But I decided, let's watch the Polar Express. 
Girl. Why is that controversial? People love the Polar Express. Love. It's their favorite movie. So why is it controversial? Because we watched it. And you hated it. And it was terrible. I was like, what? Not as funny. Animation's scary. Yeah. No. Weird. No. It's long. long. Oh, my God. It's long. So long. And my sister was like pissed before. She was like, I'm like so mad. Like we're, we're, we're not watching Elf. And I'm like, oh my God, get over it. And then we watched it. And I said, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. And I will never do that again. We will yeah. watch Elf. Elf is so reliable. Elf is so reliable. It's great. Yeah. Why would I, why would I mess with that right. tradition? Also because isn't the Polar Express also a musical? It's too damn long. <laughs> it's too damn long. <laughs> okay. So what if you're like me and you're the one that wants to break your tradition? And maybe it's for a good reason. Yes. So the idea behind a tradition is about connection, but traditions can be confining and can become exhausting if you're doing them year after year. So if the tradition no longer brings you joy, explain that to your friends and family and let them know that you still want to connect with them, but in a new way. Yeah. And you can do what I did. Throw out a new suggestion. Might not land. Hey, it might not stick. People might be mad. Yeah. But they'll get over but it But they'll next get year. over it. Yeah. So how about, what do we do if we want to start our own traditions? Yes. Well, you can start by expanding the things that you already do. So if it's something as small as always making apple pie for Thanksgiving, that can tra- transition into going apple picking as a family to harvest your own apples. Expanding little things you already love can be a great starting point when learning to actively create your own tradition. Hmm. You can also decide who will be involved. Is it your family, your friends? Is it just you? Family is an obvious focus for the holidays and many times comes with built-in traditions. And if you're feeling fulfilled in that area, focus on starting traditions in other sectors of your life. Being with work friends, all wearing green and watching The Grinch annually, or taking some time for yourself yearly during the hectic holiday season to taste test all the holiday ice cream flavors at Baskin-Robbins, those are, those are some ideas that work. Yeah. Thinking consciously about who will be involved can help give you an outline before starting. You can also create a repeat notification in your calendar. Marking a start planning date as well as the date of the activity can help you plan on a schedule that works for you. Even get crazy and sync calendars with others involved so everyone is reminded without feeling nagged. You and Joe are very good about oh, that. Oh, we love a calendar invite. You, you love a joint calendar. Oh, we love a joint calendar. Yeah. <laughs> I, anytime I do an invite now, like, I also will, like, just send Joe it because I know that he will eventually get it from Yeah, me. So I know it's like, just easier. Might as well just send him it now. Yeah, it's easier that way. <laughs> <laughs> Next, you want to set your intentions for traditions. Setting intentions doesn't have to be stressful. It can be as simple as everyone just having a fun time together. But give yourself a moment to think about what on a deeper level, you want to accomplish by creating this tradition. An everlasting memory for your kids, reuniting friends who rarely see each other, finding a calm moment for yourself to write down your goals for the new year. Yes. Well, that's one of mine. One of my traditions with friends is the yearly vision vision boarding party. Mm -hmm. And lastly, trial and error makes them meaningful. They should be fun and meaningful. If they're not, don't sweat it. On to the next one. Sometimes you just have to call it. If mm-hmm. a tradition has become something you are dreading or doesn't seem to fit into your life anymore, it's okay. It's okay to bend or cancel them as time goes on, and you can keep creating new ones that work for you. Yeah. See? not And you know now you won't do Polar Express next year. 
Oh, absolutely not. Trial? And I'm sorry Error. for any for any Polar Express stands. And I know people have a, a, a connection. Really? It's Joe's favorite Christmas movie, Red Flag. What? Mm-hmm. Red Flag. Over every other Christmas movie? Absolutely. And he'll die on that hill. No. Yeah. Over the Santa Claus? Mm-hmm. What? Over I, the Grinch? Mm-hmm. When I tell you, shocking. Shocking. I can't process this information. I like can't even sit through the Polar Express. Like it's what is the what what is the draw? I don't know. It, it must be like that he watched it at a certain time, and like he's unaware that he has an emotional connection to it, right? Because it can't be the movie, right? The actual movie is actually hard to watch, <laughs> right? I but think you animation would, think would be that. aware of that. Also, like, he's a filmmaker, so, like, animation at that time was, like, that was, like, so cool because it was live action. Yeah. And so I think maybe that's what it was. Like, he'd never seen anything like it. I can't. I'll have to ask. Actually, I don't want to because I don't want to know. I don't care. <laughs> I actually don't want to know the answer It's not to this. good. Okay, anyways. I'm so sorry, I, anyone. I get it. I get it. So let's get into some tips for building your own traditions with your family or friends. Number one, get everybody involved. It's important for your entire family to get involved when building your family tradition. So make sure that everyone feels included and nobody feels left out. You can even have everyone brainstorm ideas and see which ideas spark the most collective excitement. If anybody seems to feel uninterested or uncomfortable with a tradition, just move on to something else. Yeah. And that's the lesson I learned. Yeah. Also, you can start small. So don't overwhelm your family with... New ideas for traditions. You don't want anything to feel forced. Pick a few simple ideas to get started with and see what sticks. Give yourself time to see which activities your family naturally gravitates towards. Yeah. Being consistent is also obviously very important Mm -hmm. when it comes to traditions because in order for them to stick, you you need to be consistent with them. That's where that cow invite mm-hmm. comes There's in. There's that cow invite. Pick a specific time to enjoy each tradition, whether that's a specific day of the week or time of the month. If the tradition's centered around a certain season or holiday, make sure it's on the calendar every year when that time rolls around. And consistency helps the tradition catch on, and you can use that to build excitement about the tradition in the time leading up to it. And lastly, don't stress. Don't stress it Traditions are supposed to be fun and not stressful, so don't be too rigid or overthink things when planning them. The rest of your family will pick up on your stress, which will make it more difficult for them to have fun. So try to be open-minded. Your traditions might need to change as your family changes and grows, and that's okay. One tradition may even evolve into an updated version of the same tradition as the years go on. Yeah. And let us know what your guys' traditions are. I'm so curious. I know. What people do around their holidays or even like outside of the holidays. Or does anybody put pickles on their tree? Yes. Like, and if so, why? Poor kid. I'd like to know. I would. I would like to know. Yeah. Now, what are some of the traditions that you guys do? Well, let's see. Well, when I was little, we did... More, right? Mm, of course. Obviously. Like at Halloween, we would do a candy exchange. So we would all go trick-or-treating, and then we would come back to my house, and we'd all dump our candy out on the ground, and then like yes. exchange yes. the candy. Loved that. Um, And you know, baby Ruths were always the ones that just got in the pile of like, nobody wants Oh, babies. I was going to say, nobody wanted a baby Ruth. No. Okay, I was like, nobody wanted the baby Ruths. And I just remember like in my mind, I can see them every year, just like this pile to the side of like... But you know what? Actually, I've had some. They're not. They're actually good. What are they? They're just like peanut and caramel and chocolate. Oh, that sounds great. I know. But 
as children, hated it. Yeah. Also, maybe because it's called a baby Ruth, it just doesn't feel right. <laughs> you know? It's not like a three musketeer. Yeah. That sounds like fun. Yeah. Baby Ruth. Let's eat baby Ruth. It's weird. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. We would go to the movies on Christmas. That was a big one. My friend Kathleen and Emily and I, while I lived there, so we, we only did it like maybe five times. We made like very elaborate gingerbread houses of crime scenes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They were so elaborate. They were extremely. You did the hill. You did um, Notting. What is not Notting Hill? The the JFK assassination. The knoll. Whatever. The grassy knoll. The grassy knoll. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, we did the whole thing. <laughs> we had like, we had the grassy knoll. We had the book depository. We had all the um, different characters. You know, I had Jackie O. I made her a little uh-huh. like outfit, a little pillbox hat made out of a marshmallow. That was so iconic. We had motorcade, like cops yeah. on motor or um, motorcycles. Oh, yeah. I can put the, it's extremely disturbing, but <laughs> maybe I can put it on uh, the Instagram story, but then it's I'm like, extreme. oh, people might be like, this is so scary. No, it's DM a me for it. <laughs> I'll send it to you. It was so good, but it was graphic. It was. Um, <laughs> And then a new tradition that my sister and I have started doing the past, I think we've done it for like three years now, is giving each other an ugly ornament. So we try to find the ugliest ornament we can find, and then we trade. Which one did you get last year? What did I get her or what did she get me? Both. I got her a good one. I forget what it was, but it was like so fucking weird. (laughs) And then she got me this, like, weird, it almost was like an alien baby. Mm, that's kind of in your wheelhouse. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and, or maybe it was like a weird alien clown baby thing. It was so fucking weird. But, like, <clears throat> the goal is to find one that's weird and ugly, but not, like, on purpose. Not like Yeah, a, like someone actually made that. Right. And, and, and not, like, because you can go on Etsy and get, like, novelty, mm-hmm. like, dicks and stuff, ornaments. It's like, no. It has to be something that's... Serious. Serious. So I do wonder, and I hope not to spoil it for you, if she's going to get you something trolls. No, because this year... And also, trolls are cute. <laughs> but this year, I think we were thinking about trying to find an ugly ornament that's also food-themed. So now we're going to see if we can get, like, a theme involved. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So maybe it'll be a, a trolls eating nachos. You never know. <laughs> you never know. You never know. Some of mine are yeah. vision boarding in January. Yes. I normally do a party with all my girlfriends. And Very fun. we cut magazine uh clips out and put them on boards. Christmas Eve, we eat cabbage soup, which is like a German soup, and we watch elf. <laughs> From here um, on out. In November, sometimes I write gratitude letters to people throughout the month of November, and um, I like to send them out the turkey trot on Thanksgiving. Yeah. In December, Joe and I go to Descanso Gardens for their like light show in Pasadena. Very pretty. We love that. I would say New Year's is like a family tradition. Like my yeah. dad's side of the family is almost always Big together. Into New Year's. Yeah. Yeah, and sometimes we do a theme and color. Like we've done. Like, it's all white or it's all red or it's all this. Yeah. Because it's also your grandma's birthday. Yes. It's also my grandma's birthday. A family affair. Yeah. So we're always together on New Year's. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they're kind of the ones that stick out. Yeah. Now I'm I'm adding in the chili on Halloween. Uh Uh-huh. 
and the turkey trot and yeah it'll be fun when like me and joe can kind of create some more i know oh joe and i do christmas fettuccine oh so that's from the holiday i don't remember that in the holiday okay it's this throwaway line that they that um one of them says, and she's like, oh, like, why don't you come over for some Christmas fettuccine? And I was, we were watching the holiday. I go, what the fuck is Christmas fettuccine? And we look it up on the internet. All the articles are, what is Christmas fettuccine from the holiday? Like, <laughs> no, it's not a thing, but- It's just, everybody's like, why the fuck did they even say this? Yes. Like they made it seem like oh. it was a thing. And so now Joe and I have fettuccine Alfredo. Like when we do our gift exchange and we call it Christmas fettuccine. Oh my God, I love that. Yes. That's so cute. But I think what happened is the writer of, this is my, me being the entertainment industry, the writer probably does Christmas fettuccine, doesn't know that like a lot of people don't do it and just wrote it in the script. Yeah. And then people were like, huh? Yeah. What the fuck is Christmas fettuccine? Yeah. But now we do it. Hey, I love that. Yeah, That's so, so fun. I mean, if you want to come over for Christmas fettuccine. Sounds, just, I do. It actually just, sounds really good. I'm like, oh, I want Christmas fettuccine. Yeah. Yum. Okay. So we hope you guys learn more about traditions, how to start new ones, and how to end the ones that no longer serve you. And please share with us your traditions. I'm so, yes. so curious. So, so very curious. So let's circle back on the drink. The Fetamins Rose, Rose, oh, it's just Rose. 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 Rose lemonade. And introduce our hottie of the week, Natalie. Our hottie is so random. I forgot we picked this hottie. Me too. Um, And I don't entirely know why we picked him. But well, because his birthday. Oh, it's just soon. It's just soon. Just around the time yeah. that this episode comes okay. out. Okay. Yeah. So our hottie is Pete Davidson. <laughs> and we also were shocked that we had never done Pete Davidson. Yeah. He's like a international hottie. I, mean, I know. He's the hottie of the... Of everybody. Of the generation. Of Hollywood. And you know what? We decided he's also unproblematic. He's very unproblematic. He has his own yeah. issues. He but has like, personal problems. Who but doesn't? He, but he kind of keeps them to himself. Like he yeah. seems like a nice guy. Every that's why he gets so many girls. Yeah, because he's like genuinely really nice. Yeah, and self aware. Totally. So one to one Mr. to Pete. Pete. Uh, it's like fine. I'm thinking like the occasion in which I would drink this is you know what I really want. I want like a sub sandwich, like a oh. really good sub. With like salty vinegar chips, and then this would balance out like the saltiness. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. Of like the like prosciutto. Yeah. Okay. Because it's really sweet. It's sweet. I wasn't thinking sub. I was thinking, although maybe like like a nice picnic or something, mm -hmm. because it feels like fancy. Oh, you think it feels fancy? Yeah. It does the, also. The bottle is like fancy. It does. Yeah. Totally. And then like the rose makes it. I see what you're Feel saying. Feel fancy. Mm -hmm. So, but I also see your vision. You know what I'm talking about? I do know what you're talking about. It's like, it's crispy and refreshing. Yes. There's a there's a grocery store, or a, a deli in the town that I grew up in. That's literally the best sandwich I've ever had in my entire life. And I could see having this with With, with that sub. Mm -hmm. That particular sandwich. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, so one to Pete. Oh, um, six. six. It's a six. Yeah. Solid six out of Pete Davidson. All 
right, this is the part of the episode where we play a little wrap-up game. And this week, it is Snacks, Facts, and Hacks. I'm so excited. I just wish that I had brought my snack. Wait, can you tell me what it was? It was these little, like, cinnamon cookies. Oh, these are kind of little cinnamon (gasps) cookies. Those? Oh, my God. That is literally what I got. That's I'm not even fucking kidding you. These? That is exactly... You were like, they're little cinnamon cookies. I'm like, I think these are little cinnamon cookies. That is. These are Mexican shortbreads. Yes. <laughs> that is exactly what I had. That, that is, is so, so weird. weird. Wow. That's why you forgot them at home. Oh, my God. Them. They were already coming. They were already here. The simulation is working overtime. Okay. Wow. So these are the Siete grain-free cookies, the Mexican shortbread um, flavor. I cannot. I'm actually like in shock. I cannot believe wow. these are the exact cookies of all the cookies in the world. These ones, and I didn't even choose these ones out. I had um, I had Jalissa go pick up my snack, and she brought the other siete like power puffs that we like had a million times. So I was like, oh, I'll bring these ones. Power puffs. Oh, maybe I should have brought them. Like the little um. No cheese cheesiness. Oh, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like. Or maybe I like it's not those. Siete. It's uh, the other. Yeah, um, yeah. Oh, I love those. Oh, hmm. Okay. These are a little dry. Dry. They need like some milk. Mm-hmm. They need to be like soaked in milk. Mm-hmm. The um, flavor's not bad. Flavor's I wish there was good. more of it. They have, have coconut sugar, apple cider vinegar, cinnamon, orange peel. Vanilla extract. Gluten-free. Gluten-free. Do you have any fact and or hacked that you'd like to share with the class? <gasps> Let me get my phone out because it. I did put it on my phone. Oh, okay. Hmm. I don't think of a hack I've recently have hacked the system. I mean, oh, you know what's a hack? That it's not even a hack, but just like a PSA. Yeah. Two things. One, if you're sitting and listening to this episode right now and you don't have TSA pre-check, what are you doing? You got to get it. Pull over. You got to get it. Sent your application in. It saves so much time. But also, I have this base bag for like my carry-on and it has a little slit in it to like hang it on my roller oh, bag. yes. Game Life-changing. Out of this world mm-hmm. game changer. Yep. When you're like shuffling through the airport and your like bag is fl- like flying off of your carry-on. Nothing's worse. Nothing's worse. Especially if you're in a rush. Oh my gosh, that little slit where I just like hook it onto my bag. I could, I could, there's nothing, nothing could stop me. (laughs) I know. You can just power on through. Oh my gosh. Power on through. So I'll try to think of something else, but right now that's, that's top of mind and how important that is. Well, so unfortunately I thought I wrote something down and I didn't. So we're, you you have a lot of, you have a lot of facts. Just floating in my head, I guess. Yeah. What's one of your favorites? Oh my God, that puts me on the spot. One of my favorite facts. I'm trying to think of even like a category. Category is dead musicians. Okay, dead musicians. Mm-hmm. Amy Winehouse used hula bronzer from Benefit. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> I didn't know it was still out. Yeah, hula's been around forever. I think she also used dandelion. She also used a Rimmel eyeliner. That I do not think they make anymore. Wow. See, only you would know that. I would never know that. I don't know why I know that, though. 
you know? Hula bronzer was like the first bronzer I ever got. That's like the first bronzer anyone ever got. Yeah. In the little like box. Yes. And I feel like maybe she just never outgrew it. Because she also died so young. She was 27, right? I know. Maybe she Who's never... everybody in the 27 club? Her, Kurt Cobain, Jimi Hendrix, Jim Morrison. Did mm. Janis Joplin? Janis Joplin. Corey Monteith, I, I have some, someone recently. I think it was Corey Monteith. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's another big one that I'm forgetting. Bob Marley? No, he no, was older. He was older. He died of a melanoma. Yeah. Which people don't know for some reason. On his toe. On his toe. I'll never forget it. I always check my toe. I know. You got to check your toe. You got to You gotta get... That reminds me I need to book an appointment. To get my, track. Yes. Let me just Google real quick because I feel like we're missing somebody important. Like That's it. a lot of people. I know. I was like kind of scared when I turned 27. I was like, I, know, I was too. And I was like, I, was like, I just need to like <laughs> make it through. Yeah. Let's see. Those are a lot of people. There's a lot of people. We've kind of gotten. Yeah. Well, are, we, are we right about Corey Monteith? I think we are. I'm almost 100% sure. Corey Monteith. Poor guy. That's also just so crazy. Isn't it crazy when you outlive people that? Are like always, I always older in your head. With Aaliyah, like she was so young when she died. I know she was like twenty two or twenty three. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. But it just seems like, oh no, he was thirty one when he died. Really? Yeah, he did not there, seem that old. I know. There was someone semi more. There was recent. somebody more. Re- Who was it? I can't remember. I can't either. Somebody's probably listening to this, punching the air. I feel like it was such a big thing when we were younger, and I feel like it's not a thing anymore. Maybe people are just, oh, was Mac Miller 27? Maybe. Was he? Totally. Because uh, I feel like that was the last one that was, like, devastating. You know, like. Yeah. No, he wasn't 27. Was he not 27? I think he was older. I think he was 29. I don't know, you guys. I don't know. But we made it, and now we're going to the 30s club. Hey, we've done we're it. We're joining Club 30. And I'm excited. I'm excited too. I'm like ready for it. Like I went out with my girlfriends. Oh no, we well, my girlfriends and I were like all together and we were like debating on going out and we were like, we'll just stay. Yeah, no. Like I think you're the one that sent me the TikTok of everybody who voted like secretly. Yeah, because like no one wanted to say they all wanted to stay in. So they did that like blind voting and every girl wrote (laughs) in. In. Yeah, nobody really wants to go out. You went out. How was going out? I went out. I was proud of myself for going out because I really didn't want to. And how late did you stay out? Uh, till two. I didn't go to bed till four. Okay, that is. It was a. That's a real night out. It was a real night out, but it was kind of far away, so I had to take that into consideration. But yeah, I went out, had a good time, and I've met my quota. Yeah. For the rest of the year. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, you I'm don't done. need to go out again. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot of effort. But yeah. um, anyways, you guys, let us know about any traditions that you guys have or want to start. Yeah. Or if we inspired you guys to or start it. if you've made any hideous ornaments in your lifetime that you oh, want to offload. Oh, and the pickle ornaments. Let us know about that because yeah. I'm very curious. Yeah, very curious. And we love you so much. Thank you for listening. We'll be back next week with another episode. Bye. Bye.